Welcome to a Biblical Perspective Podcast, where God's point of view matters. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. This podcast is designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. Prepare for the challenge of becoming a critical thinker, analyzing life from God's perspective. Boldly and unapologetically, I'll address the ills and issues of our day using scripture as the frame of reference. Get ready to empower your thinking and change your life. Now, let's hear what God has to say. Greetings. Welcome to another episode of a Biblical Perspective podcast, the podcast designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. What joy it is to have this opportunity to empower your thinking and change your life from God's perspective. Today, I'm joined with special guest, Assistant Chief Prophet Angela Powers for Prophetic Dialogue Part 1. Having entered not only into a new year, but a new era and dispensation, it's imperative that we as the body of Christ are aware and informed of what God is doing now, as well as understanding our role and responsibility. So for the next several weeks, we'll engage in apostolic and prophetic dialogue with various apostles and prophets from across the country. But before we dive into today's episode, I want you to go to my website, ctjohnson.org, and sign up to receive your free monthly empowering thought e-letter. If you have not done so, you are doing yourself a disservice. The e-letters will provoke you to expand your thinking beyond life's limitations. So go sign up today. Do it right now, ctjohnson.org, and sign up to receive absolutely free your empowering thought e-letter on a monthly basis. Also, prayerfully consider becoming a partner with C.T. Johnson Ministries and the Biblical Perspective Podcast by going to ctjohnson.org forward slash partnership. Partnering and supporting enables me to continue empowering lives all around the world. Now, prepare to think critically as we engage today's subject matter of prophetic dialogue with my special guest, Assistant Chief Prophet Angela Powers. Remember to write down at least two empowering points that stood out to you about today's episode and email them to admin at ctjohnson.org or post it in a Biblical Perspective podcast group on Facebook. Are you ready? Let's hear what God has to say. Prophet Angela Powers has served in ministry for 20 years. Upon entrance into this service, she has operated in multiple capacities to the advancement of kingdom education and values, teaching youth, young adults and adults in both church and parachurch settings. She is an ordained prophet of the New Era Apostleship Restitution Collaborative, headed by our chief apostle, Dr. Paula Ann Price. Uh huh. Renowned author of the Prophet's Dictionary and a host of other books. Lord have mercy. Prophet Angela serves as chief apostle, serves her chief apostle as a member of Nair's Global Company of Prophets and as the supervisory prophet for the Nair Global Intercessory Squadron. Prophet Angela also serves as an academic advisor 
and adjutant professor at Price University, where the mighty go to learn today so they can lead tomorrow. So I formally and officially introduce again my dear prophet sister, as I call her, and some other powerful prophets of God, Prophet Angela Powers. Again, say hello and then greet us in the way that you desire. And then we're going to dig into this discussion tonight. All right. Well, listen, I'm so happy to be with all of you tonight that are tuning in, you know, in these critical times. It's so imperative that as the people of God, that we do have an appetite and a passion to know what God's mind is. And really, the reality is that all human beings, uh, the way that our chief apostle phrases it, uh, want to know tomorrow's answers today. Uh, and humanity is constantly looking for, constantly trying to get ahead of, constantly seeking knowledge beyond the moment and beyond the now uh, for various reasons, largely having to do with protection. Uh, we've learned as, uh, I'm going to just say a species, uh, that we've lived through many different types of perils uh, as different types of nations and so on and so forth. Part of our motivations for uh, longing to know tomorrow's answers today are to seal ourselves and to protect ourselves from perils, to protect ourselves and be able to stand up against things that might come our way and have survival and have perpetuation. Uh, we also seek to know tomorrow's answers today because we're seeking, you know, how can we build? How can we grow? How can we extend? How can we advance? If you look at, you know, all of the world, you see uh, that within humanity is this innate chip, if you will, wanting to advance, which is why we can look those that study history, those that research uh, things about about the pace that we have taken and the role that we have taken, it's clear that in each different age and in each different times, we're dealing with different orders and kinds of innovations that have come to us in various ways as a part of seeing to it that all, uh, that they're all of humanity advances. We live in a very different world today than we lived in 40 years ago, than we lived in 80 years ago, than we lived in 100 years ago, than we lived in 1,000 years ago. And there's an acceleration also on the advancement that we have been seeking. Now, as we move forward into the times that we're about to move into, there's a very distinct way that we have to be prepared to weed through that because there are very diabolical plots about what the proposed advancements should be for humankind. Uh, and I keep using terms like humanity and humankind because it is a part of what God said to me prophetically in 2019 as he began to speak about 2020 and beyond at that particular time. I'm not sure if uh, Prophet CT is ready for me to jump in and into that right at this particular second. Uh, but he began to talk to me about some things. And so I'm using a very particular language to kind of key us and cue us towards the mind of God, the hand of God, and what we're about to face. So I'm glad you all are joining us tonight as we get ready to jump into this prophetic dialogue. Amen. Listen, listen, I am excited. I love what you've shared thus far. You've really segued us into 
the the dialogue, the discussion that we're going to have. And um, as I shared with you briefly backstage, so many voices, uh, even really prior to us entering into the last months, uh, last month rather of the year, um, so many voices have been coming forth, um, declaring and and sharing, as it were, uh, the, the the mind of God, supposedly the wisdom of God, as it pertains to uh, the pandemic. Even prior to that, uh, rather after that, and in regards to the election, and 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 um, because the church, unfortunately is not able to differentiate between the legitimate voice of God and the legitimate prophets of God. They have, due to embracing the host of voices and entertaining, a better word, due to having entertained a host of voices, uh, the church has become confused and so uh, as we go into this, uh, help us to exit out of the confusion that we are in as it pertains to, okay, this was said in the name of God, but how do I authenticate whether or not what was prophesied, what was declared, what was even preached? How do I authenticate that word, that 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 message, uh, to be an a, a genuine word of God? Because again, we have entertained so many voices. And when I was growing up, my mother didn't allow us to eat at anyone's house and to partake of uh, uh, anyone's cooking because she didn't know uh, the person, didn't know their habits, didn't know. Uh, uh, what was necessary to make sure that we were ingesting something safe. So if, if that made sense, I, I think I kind of threw a couple of things at you, uh, but you can handle it. So how do we clear up the confusion? Well, you know, first of all, the church must remember uh, that she was part of a nation. She was a nation before she was a church. Uh, and so the church has to understand that when we're beginning to filter through God's mind, God's voice, the divine communication that comes from the sovereign of sovereigns, that comes from he that Abraham called the possessor of heaven and earth, that we're not just listening for a church sound. We're not just listening for a pastoral sound. Jesus is not just a pastor, even though scripture has established him as a good shepherd, but Jesus came as a prophet and sits now uh, ever interceding for us as, a, as the chief apostle of our faith. The church must remember that she was and is a nation first. Abraham, our father, which scripture refers to us of his journey in Genesis and then points and gives us references as well, in Hebrews, Abraham, our father, was made heir of the world, not heir of a congregation. 
not heir of a set of pews and pew fillers, but the Bible says that he was made heir of the world. And so when we begin to filter through all of the things being said by those that would claim to speak for God under whatever title by which they would claim it, right? Because that's a whole other set of discussions and issues there. Um, but those that would say that they're speaking for God, you need to be listening for the sound of a sovereign. You need to be listening for the the kinds of communications that are distributed by a government that come from a head of nation. When you think about yourself, even as just for those of you who might be citizens of America watching us, when you think just about your citizenry in the U.S., uh, when the checks and, and the deposits and the things begin to go out in relation to your government and this economy, how did you authenticate the fact that that money or that check was something that you should take to your bank and that you should deposit it. Your government had a seal. Your government had a set of procedures. Your government had a set of protocols and policies by which it identified itself and enabled you to know that that it was indeed them delivering this. At the same time, there were many imposters operating. There were many imposters speaking. So if you follow the um, the the, the uh, accounting, the treasury, excuse me, the IRS, that's what I'm trying to get to. If you followed the IRS, you saw them sending out postings, sending out letters, tweeting on Twitter, talking about precautions of individuals and saying that the IRS will never call you and ask you for your you know, social security number. They were giving you a list of things that they would never do so that you could filter between their official actions and the actions of imposters, the actions of thieves, the actions of counterfeits. So now the same way that you were educated enough about your government and their leaders, procedures, and protocols to not be duped uh, by some counterfeit and some imposter and to be able to receive your monies, put them in the account or, or give your bank account out and know legitimately who you were giving it to, that those principles translate over into what it's going to require for you to be able to filter through the voices of individuals claiming to be speaking in the name of God. You are already in trouble if you don't know your God. It's amazing the amount of people that want to know what God is saying that don't know God. So that that's the first issue and that's the first problem. You've got to know your God in order to be able to filter and discern and decipher who's actually speaking for him. Not only do you have to know your God, but you have to know his protocols. Isaiah said in That's the scripture, it. he said of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. If you've only heard his peace messages and you haven't heard his governmental messages, then you don't understand the policies, the procedures, the legislation of heaven and of its throne. Therefore, you're going to have a hard time filtering through who's really speaking for God, who's really representing God, and who absolutely is not. So I admonish you as the people of God today, if you don't want to be eaten by wolves, you need to know what wolves eat. You need to be sure that you're not walking through the lands and the streets smelling like wolf meat, wolf dinner, wolf dining. You understand? And ignorance is the scent of wolf dinner. Ignorance is the scent of wolf dining. Ignorance 
deliverance will draw all manner of devils and deception unto you. So your God is not a God that relegated you to ignorance. What did your scripture say? It said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus is no dummy. Hallelujah. He's the founder of all of creation. The Bible says that in him, by him, through him, for him, all things consist. So it's his intelligence then that's been given to you as an inheritance that if you yield yourself to the development, you will be able to filter and able to identify what speaks for God and what imposters him. My God. All right. I flatlined three times. That's why I came off the screen because I was I, I was gone. I was gone, but I'm back. I'm, I'm back. The Holy Ghost resuscitated me. Listen, prophet powers, you have said a mouthful. So God help me tonight. In order for us to distinguish, to decipher, to differentiate uh, uh, who's speaking, what deity is speaking, as it pertains to Jehovah, you said we must know our God. That's the first issue. The major, one of the major issues that has has arisen within the body of Christ, we're preaching about a God we don't know. We're teaching, we're even prophesying for a God that we have no relationship with, that we have no intimacy with, that we have no understanding of his mind, no understanding of his wisdom. We're preaching, teaching for a God that we have not been converted to. Now that's a mouthful even in itself right there. We're, 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 we're again representing a God whom we have not been converted to. His heart has not become ours. Uh, and then you said, not only do we need to know our God, but we need to know his protocols. And that's a cuss word. <laughs> Protocol, uh, 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 rules, regulation, commands, laws. These are cuss words in the church. Uh, and it amazes me how we are okay with protocols, stipulations, requirements in the secular arena, in the educational arena, in the medical field, in the financial field. But when it comes to the church, we want to just go off of emotion. We want to go off of unction. We want to go off of gifting. Hence the mess that we are experiencing, that we are dealing with, and that God is endeavoring to clean up. Now, let's go even further. So with that having been said, all of these voices, uh, we have an authentic voice uh, in you, in yourself, not only authentic, but a vetted voice, one that knows the deity that they are a spokesperson for, one that knows his protocols. Yea, his protocols have become your protocols. His 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 methods, his procedures have become yours. So now what is it that God has shared with you, has unfolded, has unpacked uh, to you being one of his functionaries, being a chief, an assistant chief prophet? What is it that the Lord has shared? What is he saying? Uh, just talk with talk to us and share with us as it pertains to the mind of God. Uh, the, the, the portion thereof that has been revealed to you in regards to what's happening uh, as we close out 2021, as we enter into 2022. What 
says the Lord. Well, I thank you, sir, uh, for those acknowledgments of diligences to our one true God and his protocols. Um, I'm certainly honored to share. Uh, he's been talking to me actually quite extensively, so we won't get to all of what he's saying tonight. Um, but I do want to go into whatever segment that we'll be able to cover here. Uh, now, first, let me say this as I discuss and begin to release what God is saying. Uh, we have a tendency in the prophetic to sometimes slide into these uh, gimmicky patterns and strategies in order to be heard above the noise. We start coming up with little tricks and, and, and marketing strategies and things of that sort as an attempt in the midst of all the voices to somehow stand out. And as a part of that, you know, we have patterns of oftentimes in the prophetic sloganizing you know, so we got to make the what God is saying for a year rhyme with the year. You know, 2022 is the year God's going to do it for you. You know, right, <laughs> just, right. uh, you know, we got to come up with all of this stuff. 2022 yeah, yeah. is the year God's about to make your enemy black and blue. You know, come on, come on. Um, we, <laughs> we just we come up with all of these things. But the reality of the mind of God that we have learned as prophets from our chief apostle is that it's a continuum, okay? And so even tonight, as I begin to articulate these things to you, I'm gonna walk you backwards first to my word from 2020, um, because a lot of what we are seeing and what's about to unfold is a continuum of something that began when we hit 2020. So in December of 2019, there was a conversation that the Lord had with me, and I wanna begin to kind of read through uh, the prophetic word he gave me. And as we do that, I'm going to start with a verse. Uh, it's Isaiah 26. Then I'm going to, and I'll, read, I'll back up actually a few more verses and start at verse 24. All right. So Isaiah chapter 14, Isaiah chapter 14, verse 24 is where I am reading. This verse is central uh, to what the Lord began to discuss with me, and it's still unfolding. So it's relevant to 2022 and beyond. All right. Isaiah 14, 24. It says, the Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand, that I will break the Assyrian in my land and on my mountains tread him underfoot. Then his yoke shall be removed from them and his burden removed from their shoulders. This is the purpose that is purposed against the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has purpose, and who will annul it? He, his hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? All right, so even when I was speaking to you earlier, and I was talking to you using terms like humanity. Uh, one of the things that I was doing was based in this particular verse, because as God began to speak to me in December of 2019 about what was going to begin to unfold in 2020, he began to talk to me about purposes, his purposes being purposed upon the whole earth. And so much of what's unfolding in this particular continuum, prophetic continuum, prophetic cycle and prophetic phase that we are walking through in the 2020, 2021, 22, 23, 24, 25 uh, has to do with 
his engagement of these purposes that are going out across the entire earth. So I'm going to read this to you again. This is from my word of the Lord. It says, there is a whole new world in the making. It is not the world occultically predicted and ascribed to. It is not the world that the nations are plotting. For indeed, as the scripture records, the nations plot a vain thing. It is the world that has been preordained and encoded to arise for such a time as this. It is the world of the kingdoms of this world becoming the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. God Almighty, the Panto Crater, Panto All, Crater Might or Power, is staging the battle against the Cosmo Craters, and there shall be great battle, but they shall also suffer great loss rather than great gain. And what will look like destruction in the natural world will be victory and transfer of authority in the spiritual domains and, and terrains. So God began to talk about at that time um, that there was a lot of things that the children of disobedience and of darkness, the occult, were plotting for the world. And there were a lot of things that even nations were plotting for the world. But even though we would begin to see these things begin to take formation, begin to emerge more uh, in terms of the messaging, in terms of the awareness of, of the populace of these, of these particular agendas that ultimately God was saying, I'm not going to allow these things to have their full fruition and we're getting ready to go into a battle. Now, I want you just so some of you won't be confused. I talked about the Panto Crater, God Almighty versus the Cosmo Craters. Uh, your Ephesians, you're very familiar with Ephesians where it talked to you about your shield of faith and your breastplate of righteousness and your sword of the spirit and your helmet of salvation and your feet shod with the uh, gospel of peace. And then Paul began to go on and say, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, world rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in the high places. So where it says world rulers of darkness in that verse that you're familiar with, it is the Greek word cosmocrator. So God was beginning to say then that he was coming into the planet to begin to do battle with these world rulers of darkness. And there's a cue there, there's a significance there because God is emphasizing then that what's about to unfold in this particular prophetic cycle and this particular leg of his prophecy continuum was that he would be dealing with world rule and world darkness things that, that are after the entire uh, planet and the entire sphere of our existence okay so he went on to say this to me it's in my word the new era that is being ushered in by 2020 is a time of the purposes that the Lord has purposed upon the old, whole earth this is a very global time time as God enacts the providential upon the planetary. We have seen the economic sector lead in the globalization movement, but now every entity will begin to shift to global vision, global strategy, global execution. And this is in part because the boundary lines have changed and the allotments given have transformed into more than just geographical allotments and boundaries. The connections between people, and the issues of our time threaded through humanity in a far more complex way. 
Even though the adversary has sought to weave these blankets of complexity, the light and the darkness are the same unto God. So God began to talk about this whole issue of that which would be planetary, this whole issue of his purposes upon the whole earth. Now, when we understand what we just read, it was also talking about breaking the rod of Assyria. So in the context of what Isaiah was speaking, Isaiah was a type of global power in his time. And so what the adversary had done, what the enemy had done through this particular government, through this particular national entity had actually gone through the whole world as they knew it. It was affecting and infecting the world as they knew it in that particular time. And that was the rod that God began to raise up and say, now I'm getting ready to address this and break this. That template, that prototype then finds a point of reference in what we are living through now as the people of God. When we begin to talk about this purpose is purpose upon the whole earth. I want to also make an emphasis of international versus global versus planetary because what we are seeing unfold in our time and what we're going to continue to see emerge on the scene in 2022 is dealing with all of these various dimensions but it has to do ultimately with an overall planetary engagement and God's planetary purposes. So when you think international, it just means between nations right? So you can have a company that might have do business in three other nations. It's international. It doesn't encompass the entire, for example, 193 nations that are recognized by the UN, but it's still considered international because international just means between nations. When we begin to then come up and say global, now we're encompassing the fact that what God is speaking to and what he is moving in includes all of the nations, all of humanity. So it draws in things that's going to touch in every single place as well as global has to do with the root word globe, meaning sphere or spherical. So things that are global not only extend to the mass of nations, but they extend into the various spheres of creation. We know by our chief apostles teaching and writing in the prophet's handbook that those we largely refer to those uh, according to scripture out of seven spheres, right? So we're dealing with things like military, religion, economics and business, government, the family, the domestic sphere. Okay, so when we're also talking global, we're talking about multi-spherical things. So when we began to see, for example, when, again, this word was coming to me in December 2019, COVID had not yet hit. Okay, so the pandemic of COVID, what the plots of the nations were, what the plots of the children of disobedience were, right? Began to show why God was addressing and why God was saying this is a purpose, not purpose for the whole earth. Because when we look at just what was attempting to begin to be rolled out and done, by humanity, it had that kind of effect. It had that effect of going through all of the nations. It had that effect of touching every sphere of life because economies were shut down, families affected, right? We can go on and on through the layers of that. Now, thirdly, planetary. When we talk about planetary, we're addressing then um, everything in the biosphere of Earth. So when God began to talk about planetary shifts, that he would begin to move in and 
roll out over these course of years, that's an effectuation then, not only of what's going on with humanity, but that means that everything in the creation was about to go through shifts and become a part of the tool of God for pushing back on adversarial agendas and for establishing his divine agenda. So even as we go into, as we go into 2022, one of the things that we're about to see as a continuation of this thought that he poured out to me in 2019 is we're about to see a ramp up of God using the biosphere, using his creation, using nature and natural elements and natural affairs and natural disasters as a part of the instruments and implements of destroying and overthrowing and breaking the rod of the occultic and the rod of the satanic that is attempted to raise in our time. Let me continue with what this says. All right. So it says, now, even though Prophet the Angela, we're, so we're quick. before yes. you continue, th th this is powerful. This is powerful. I, I want to interject uh, and, and say this. You, as you unfold this, as you are unpacking this and sharing what God released in 2019 leading up into 2022, you use words such as uh, planetarium, biosphere. You used words and terms that are collective, as it were. Uh, uh, and, and, and many are saying, okay, uh, 2022 has been prophesied to be my year. You know, it's about me and you in 2022. Uh, but, but you, what you're saying has nothing to do with an individual. See, and I just wanted to, to, to highlight that, hone in on that, uh, because unfortunately we have develop this mindset in the body of Christ that God is only concerned about the individual, yes. that he is concerned about granting what your desires are. He's concerned about manifesting uh, your heart's con contents, the contents thereof. He's concerned about uh, 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 bringing into fruition all that pertains to you. But as I've been saying for a long time, the only thing God is concerned about is that which concerns him. See, and it seems to me as though that's what you're saying, all that you're bringing us into. And please don't lose your thought. I'm getting ready to throw it back to you. But I just wanted to, to make that clear because, again, people are going they're going into 22 with, with an individualistic mindset. But in this era that we're in, God is at the forefront of bringing into fruition what he wants, what he needs, what he requires. And it has nothing to do with an individual, as it were. Yes, no, absolutely, sir. I appreciate you pointing that point out because it is extremely key um, to really being able to process what God is doing prophetically and knowing how to respond. As we go forward in this time, that um, mindset of individuation, individualism, and narcissism that has fed much of how the body of Christ has operated, has planned, has ministered, has quote unquote, serve God is definitely something that must come to an end. And it's definitely something that's going to come under judgment in the sense that 
uh, what worked for you, staying in that kind of a mindset before, you will find not working for you and working for you less and less as we go right. forward. Unfortunately, many in the church have been fed a doctrine and a theology that has made them into spoiled kids and mm. spoiled brats, right, mm. in the kingdom of God. And scripture is clear, right? It tells us that we should approach the the kingdom like a child, but we understand that to be childlike and not right. childish, right? right? And so we confused those elements, right? And we fed people um, a doctrine and a theology that has made them childish. Now, mm -hmm. this time that we're moving into another word that you brought out just there in your statements was maturity, right? What's unfolding in this sequence of years and events and what's coming into even a greater gravity in 2022 is your level of maturity. The more childish you are, the more immature you are, the more you will become a slave as we enter into 2022 and as we go forward. The more the, the agendas to move you into the slaveries of this era will overtake you and shackle you and you will find yourself in a position trying to figure out how you got there and trying to wonder why God couldn't get you out. But this is an era era and this is a year that we're moving into that demands maturity, that yeah. demands and I'm going to reiterate that verse let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus it, it this time demands that you come into the maturation of the mind of Christ being with you because it's the only technology it's the only system it's the only intelligence that is greater than the intelligences that we are born with demonic intelligences. I'm pointing you, I'm going to point you to something else really quickly that God said to me concerning 2022. And it's based in the book of James. When James begins to speak to us about wisdom, he says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask it of God who gives this wisdom and, he, and it comes from above and he, up, and he upbraids it not. And then he begins to give the characteristics of the wisdom, talking about it being peaceable, talking about it being uh, not partial, without hypocrisy, full of good fruits, right? He's, he begins to list out the details and then he makes a comparison and he said, but there are the name of three other wisdoms, wisdom that was earthly, wisdom that was sensual, wisdom that was devilish. There was an intelligence to these orders of wisdom and those intelligences and what they are producing, they are, it's rising in the planet, it's rising in the systems of the earth, it's rising in our nations. It's rising in our cultures. And save you have the mind of Christ, which has that ability to pull in the wisdom from above and match those demonic sophistications and actually supersede them. You're going to come under uh, type, many types of shackles. You're going to come under many types of enslavement. You're going to come under many types of captivities. And even as I was saying, to the force on Wednesday on the, on the force broadcast in every era devils and Satan have a particular way that they technologize slavery okay and so we've got to be mindful of the form which that is taking on uh, in this time uh, prophet did you want to jump back in on a thought there before I continue 
No, no, you go ahead and flow. We have about uh, another 20 minutes or so. This is powerful. This is powerful. Those who are watching and listening, if you have a question that you want to ask, go ahead and put it in the comments. Let's go ahead and inform you that you can do that while we have this powerful prophetic mind with us. If you have a question concerning something that Prophet Powers has stated, or if you have a question, something that uh, has uh, originated in, in in the form of a question based upon what she has walked us through, uh, put it in the comments and we will uh, do our best to get to it. But this, this is powerful. It's just so much that you are unpacking as it pertains to, and I love how you uh, you emphasize the the fact that maturity is a requirement in this era, in this season, in order for us to flow with God, to be included in what God is doing, what He's rolling out, in order for us to be. A, a part of the hard reset and to find out what our role, our responsibilities are in it, it requires maturity. We can no longer afford to operate child childishly. And I love how you differentiated, uh, how, how you broke down the difference between being childlike and childish. And that's the, the the mindset that's the 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 behavior that the church has adopted where we're, we're childish and 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 we're wearing our uh hearts on our sleeves and we're so concerned about how we're being affected and we have no concern no regard for how God has been treated how Jesus has been uh disrespected and 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 it's time it's 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 a requirement that we shift in our mindset, that we shift in our disposition if we're going to be a part of what God is doing or if we're going to be isolated by it, if we're going to be destroyed even. Uh, and the Lord told me very clearly, he said, in this season, you will either comply or die. That's it. There's no in between. You will either comply with what he is saying. You will either coincide. You will either acquiesce and, and, and get in alignment with what he is doing, what he is mandating, what he is rolling out, or you will die. Not just in a physical sense, but in every aspect thereof, in every aspect of your life. So this is, is, is powerful. So please continue. Uh, let's see here. We, we got about 20 minutes. Well, it's about 820. So we really got 10 minutes. So uh, just share in the last five, six minutes, whatever it is you want to share, complete your thought, and then we'll uh, try to wrap this up. This has been empowering to say the least. Amen. Well, actually, before I even go forward uh, in this word further, I wanted to stick with something that you were reiterating there um, as you were speaking again with the maturity, because I think the Holy Spirit just has an emphasis there for those that are listening for us tonight. And so I need you to understand that what we are saying to you as prophets is that you all um, need to now go to your next level of maturity, whatever level that you're walking in. Holy Ghost in 2020 is calling you to come up higher. Do you remember John uh, on the Isle of Patmos after he had been boiled in oil? And the man, first of all, the man was mature enough to be in the spirit on the Lord's day after he had been boiled in oil. And let's compare that to some of the saints 
who who won't show up in the church at a pew after the Lord didn't get you the brand new house that you thought you should move into. This man come was on, prophet. <laughs> come on here. Come on. I had to come back on screen for that. You come on here. You might as well stay on the screen, sir. You know, because that, you know, we've got the wrong mentalities. This man was mature enough to have gone through that level of persecution for them to attempt to break him, to to not live in an allegiance to Jesus Christ. And yet he could say, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Now, most of us, even if you a little bit on John's level, would have felt like, well, and I've done well. I've been through all of what I've been through, and I'm still in the spirit on the Lord's day. I'm still saying my good prayers. I'm still in my good word. I'm still living by the spirit of truth. But yet, after all of that, he's in the spirit on the Lord's day, and the Bible says that he hears a sound like a trumpet saying, come up here. After everything that he's gone through, there's this challenge, there's this invitation, there's this impetus from the divine realm that there's another shift that he has to make. And some of you want 2022 to just only be about your graduation and your rewards and not about your shift. But 2022 is a year where that trumpet and that sound is going to go out across all of God's people. And whatever level and dimension you're currently in, the trumpet is saying, come up higher. The trumpet is saying it's time to move to that next rung, that next strata, that next station of maturity in the things of God. So you got to hear me and you got to hear us as prophets. You've got to come off of the floor. Remember in the Bible, in, let me see here because I want to give it to you so you can look it up. Luke chapter 7, uh, verse 32, uh, and, and you can read on down there, but it says, they are like unto children sitting in the marketplace mm -hmm. and calling one to another and saying, we have piped unto you and you have not danced. We have mourned and you have not wept. He's, he's, they had asked him, well, how would you like it or describe the men of this generation? So they're in the marketplace, one of the major gates, one of the major avenues of the adversary because Ezekiel reveals that to us as he discusses the iniquity of Satan's trading and he said but they're in the marketplace acting like children they're doing all of this playing while things are being traded above their head that's mm. the kind of time that we are entering into why the trumpet is saying to you and going to say to you in this year come up higher because God needs people who can now operate and defend at the gate now when you think about marketplace, I'm not just talking about your business of cogs that you sell across two regions. When we talk about marketplace and what's unfolding in this particular uh, phase of God's purposes, we're talking about the entire commodities of the earth. We're talking about what Babylon represented in the book of Revelation. The commodities included the souls of men. And mm. so what you have to understand is that God is saying, I need a people who can begin to rise up into what I have to defend because the entire earth has been traded over to hell and I need the kind of army that can snatch it back. I need the kind of army that can break the jaws of lions and That's snatch it. people out. I need the kind of army that can snatch people from the fire. I need the kind of army that can go into hell. The Bible said Jesus preached in hell. I need the kind of army that can 
can go into hell and liberate souls and come up and manifest and bring all of these people out of captivity. Come on, that yes. is the demand of this Sarah, this season, and what we are walking into in 2022. My God, a sovereign take back. That's what we have entered into. God gave me that word at the beginning of this year, a sovereign take back. I'm telling you, Lord, I'm stirred now. I need another hour. Good God Almighty. I'm telling you, those of you under the sound of our voices, 2022 is a time of war. It's a time of engagement. It's a time of, uh, of, of battle. It's not a time for any of us, especially those of us who are the elect of God, who are true citizens of the nation of Jesus Christ. This is not the time for us to sit back and, 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 and wait on our harvest, as it were, wait on our ship to come and know your ship ain't coming in. Because <laughs> literally, no, no. literally, no, come on. The ships out there, come on, <laughs> at the ports. Literally, your ship you better ain't coming so. in. You better come you better on. Say so. Stop sitting out in the middle of the ocean huh? for, 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 for no sensible reason, but that's a whole nother discussion. But we, it's time for the elect of God to take heed to the alarm that has been sounding, that has been resounding. It's time for us to pull our heads out of the proverbial sand. Come on. It's time for us to, 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 to go into the armory of heaven and to pick up the warfare, to pick up the weapons of our warfare and engage. We can no longer afford to retreat and, and hide, ducking and dodging. No, 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 no. Listen, it's time for us to rise up as the elect of God and assist this man, the Lord Jesus Christ, in taking back his kingdom and territory. And in this dispensation that we're in, in this era, it has nothing to do about us individually. It has all to do, it has all to do with the Lord Jesus Christ and this sovereign take back that we have entered into being successful. Dr. Powers, last words. I'm telling you, an hour has gone by. Just in the next two minutes or so, just share whatever it is you want to share. Last points, anything you want to hone in on. I'm telling you, you done got me stirred up. And then we're going to talk about briefly this powerful piece of literature that you have rolled out, Master Shift. And many of you, this is what you need. You need a master shift. You worrying about a ship coming in. You need a shift, not a ship. You need a shift in your mindset, a shift in your mentality. You need a shift in your disposition. Come on. You need a shift in your spirit. You, all right. Let me hush because I feel it now. Dr. Powers, <laughs> any last words? What do you want to share with us as we prepare to close out today? Hallelujah. I'll just give uh, a few uh, more pieces of this here and I'll let everyone know uh, that is watching us that at the top of 2022, I will be rolling out my full prophetic word. And so anything that I didn't get to, you'll be able to go and hear the entirety. I'm going to break it into, you know, series of videos. And so you can kind of take it in pieces and what have you. Uh, so don't feel like I left it on the cliffhanger. Anger, you will be able to uh, dig into the whole of it. But I will 
read this portion here. Okay, so it, uh, he said to me, uh, and again, this was what came in in 2019 that we're stretching uh, the course of over these years. He said, the purposes that have been purposed upon the whole earth come from the ancient primordial and the eternal. These purposes are being enacted and overseen by the truths and powers that founded the earth. As such, this, will, this era will be an era of the wisdom pro. Okay, so I want to talk to you about that for just a second as we wrap up. Okay. And again, now this is 20, this was 2019 going into 2020. It'll be a separate something in terms of 2022, but we're just building the bridge. Here's what we're doing. All right. Uh, so when God was talking about these ancient primordial and eternal powers, okay, we've heard Dr. Price talk about the things that humanity has gotten into in this last generation and the ways that we have handed our planet over to things that we don't have the power to push back on as a part of the impetus and um, the logic and the understanding for why God himself is doing sovereign insertions into the creation, sovereign interjections into our life, and why this course of years, 2022 and beyond, we're going to see some very sovereign things unfold. You know, sometimes there are things that are difficult, or maybe they're traumatic, or maybe they're tragic, but they weren't necessarily sovereign. I mean, if a, if a train crashes because there was a mechanical issue that happened at the manufacturing when it was first manufactured, it's tragic that the plane crashed and that however many lives were lost in that crash, it's not sovereign. The sovereign things are those things that we know nobody triggered those but God, and they have great impact and impetus but they didn't come from, you know, some human source or just some mere human error or something of that sort. So we're going to see that in 2022 and in the years beyond. God make very sovereign interjections, but he's doing it and he's doing it with these ancient primordial and eternal powers. Now, for some of you, you may be hearing me use that language and you're like, well, what's that? Well, first of all, let me encourage you, if you don't own this dictionary, to get this dictionary because this will help you know what that is. You can also get the book before for the garden, I don't have my physical one with me right now, that will help you know what that is. Uh, but essentially, and in your scriptures, as you begin to review and understand your books like Genesis, uh, as you begin to review and understand your Old Testament, as we say, uh, prophetic books, your, and as well the uh, book of Revelation, there is where you can begin to reintroduce yourself to the powers that were worked with God in the ancient times, that, that worked with God in the beginnings of the formation of this world, of this particular sphere um, that he made for Christ. And so those things are going to begin to move. Now, fundamental to that is wisdom. Why? Because what the scriptures say to us, it said that wisdom, God by wisdom, founded the earth. So wisdom is going to be very critical to 2022. Luke eleven forty nine 49 says that it's wisdom that sends apostles and prophets. Apostles and prophets are going to be very distinct to your life in 2022 and the years beyond, but also you yourself knowing, engaging, and growing in the spirit of wisdom will be critical for 2022 and beyond because what's going to unfold 
It will take wisdom to decipher. I'll give you this one last illustration and point in that. You remember King Solomon in your Bible, and you remember the story of the two prostitutes that were living together, and they come before the king, and one was saying, you know, I believe that this woman killed my baby because they had both had babies. Right. One right. had rolled over and smothered one in the night, and the other one, and she, when she realized that she switched out the living baby. So they're before the king, and King Solomon has to be able to decipher which one of these women is the true and actual mother okay the store this account was placed in the bible as a template a prototype and an example to us of the significance and the operation of wisdom and he was able by telling his guards to cut the baby in half and split it between the two mothers, he mm -hmm. was able to decipher from the response which one of the women was the true mother. And the Bible records this as an example of how great Solomon's wisdom was. That's how critical the issues we will face as the Lord's people, as the citizens of his nation, as the members of his body in the years 2022 and beyond. That, I could say so much more about that, but I would just settle it at the fact that in 2022, you need to go after God's wisdom like you've never gone after it before. My God, we need go after God's wisdom, not the platform, not the limelight. All right. Not the fortune, not the fame, because if we seek the wisdom of God and possess the wisdom of God, then all of those forementioned things are byproducts of having possessed and occupying, utilizing, employing the wisdom of God. This has been such a powerful, powerful prophetic dialogue. And I thank you, Prophet Powers, the assistant chief. I thank you so, so very much. Sincerely, I am appreciative to you. I'm appreciative and grateful to God for how he has endowed you, how he has mantled you for the mind that you have, the mind of God, the mind of Christ that you possess and that you operate in. Well, I know you were empowered and challenged to think critically, having developed a better understanding of today's subject from God's perspective. Remember to email me your empowering points to admin at ctjohnson.org or post them in our Facebook group, A Biblical Perspective Podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. Also, visit the show notes in the podcast description to learn more about our guests, their ministry and products, as well as other pertinent information regarding the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Know that I greatly appreciate every listener. Consider partnering with CTJM International and a Biblical Perspective podcast. Enable us to continue empowering lives around the world. Go to ctjohnson.org slash partnership and sow your best seed today. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered. Thank you so much for joining me today on A Biblical Perspective Podcast. Did today's episode empower you? If so, rate and subscribe to the podcast at cpnshows.com, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen. To learn more about me and C.T. Johnson Ministries International, visit the website at ctjohnson.org or text the letters CTJM 
to 855-686-1201. Also, connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at CTJMINTL and Facebook at CT Johnson Ministries. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered.